Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today I am sharing with you a special conversation that I had with my new friend, Tabitha Perry. She is a woman that has spent the last 20 years in probation and parole and ministering to women in prison. She's sharing with us a lot of the powerful things that she has learned through those experiences and about the prisons that we as women can often put ourselves into. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. sisters, we are back with Tabitha Perry today. She is a life coach that encourages and equips women that are wanting less chaos and more order in their life. Can I get an amen? (laughs) I know all (laughs) y'all are here for that. She has over 15 years of experience in the criminal justice system and 20 plus moves. Wow. (laughs) I thought I had a lot. (laughs) She has a master's in social work as a girl mom and happily married for 11 years. She loves helping women create simple edits in their daily life so that they can step into their fullest God-given potential. We are certainly soul sisters here sharing the same message, walking alongside women to equip them. Tabitha, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that fabulous bio? Oh, thanks so much for having me. Well, um, you know, I just absolutely love seeing women impact the world and just, again, them stepping into their fullest potential. So that is what drives me and what makes me get up every morning and and do my thing. So I love that. So cool. 20 plus years in the Mm. criminal justice system. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Yes. So I started working at 20 years old in probation and parole. I'm actually in Anchorage, Alaska, where you're at. I'm now in Minnesota, but I started out in Alaska where I was born and raised. And it was really cool because I had 
rewinds, um, I'm an only child and my mom did a really good job of surrounding me with other kids. So I just kind of always had brothers, like all the boys in the neighborhood, they were like my bros. And so, um, Alex, who we met when we were three, he, he spent a lot of time with us. And so, um, at 14, he ended up getting arrested and kind of throughout his life, um, was in prison. And so I knew he was a good dude. I knew he was like, he was like my brother. And so that just really inspired me to want to work in the justice system with people that I know just made poor choices. And I have definitely made my share of poor choices as well. So I got into the justice system, working probation parole. I worked in, um, one of my favorite jobs is I got to drive transport vehicles for kids. So kids had been arrested. And so when they would get all rowdy, this was in Colorado, they would, you know, start talking really loud and maybe cussing. And I was like, all right, y'all, if you don't calm down, I'm going to put on some country music. They did not like country music. Um, so it was just really fun to like engage with the kids and just see them as kids, even though, again, they made some pretty poor choices. And then fast forward, worked in the Denver County Jail. Um, and then everywhere I've lived, I've kind of been able to find an opportunity to actually go into the prisons and teach Bible studies. Wow. That is so cool. Like, I think it's a, it's an area that a lot of people I don't think would willingly jump into, right? There are certain people who have a heart for it. And, um, even a calling, right. To see you in a position now where you're like going and doing Bible studies in the prisons and, um, what an incredible thing. And so I know that's one of the things you're like, before we hit record, you're like, I could talk about prison all day. (laughs) And I know you've drawn a lot of parallels, like in the lives of, you know, women, you know, who are out walking free, like women, like me, women, like the listeners here who, who have, you know, built our own prisons that we're living in. And so I'd love to just give you the floor and take that away and and share a little bit more about what that means to you, what you've learned, what you have to share with us. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Well, you know, it kind of all starts with, with us, you know, anyone that's in the helping field, we like to help because we have our own issues in our own mess. And I've created prisons within my life. And I feel like sometimes we can even have like multiple types of like cells we're in. We can like get out of one cell and then like lock ourselves into another. And so one of the things that I learned working in the justice system is that we are no different than those women. And I I really do enjoy working with the women in prison. Um, Their moms, their wives, their sisters, um, mothers, they have had to make some choices in their life that they're not proud of. And, um, but they are willing to humble themselves and learn and grow. And I respect them so much. And so it's really interesting when I work with women that are not in prison, how it is a harder process to get them to a humble position. Um, I love working with women in prison because honestly, their guard is down. Like they, they know that they cannot do it on their own and how often we try to do things on our own. And God's like, all right, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm right here. Whenever you're ready, (laughs) whenever you're ready. And, um, there's just this sense of humility that I struggle with too. And so one of the, the prisons I've kind of created for myself is like expectation of, of excellence of like, I just want to do everything really well, because as we know for perfectionism with excellence, it's really just a buffer. It's just because we really don't want people to see (laughs) who we truly are the mess. And so I just have like created all these prisons and I see these women like breaking down, breaking out of their own prisons. And it was just so 
so powerful. So now helping women both inside of jail and outside of jail identify what's holding them back and how to break free has been really exciting. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love how you said, you know, (laughs) people like us who have a desire to step up and and walk alongside others and help them break through this. Like it's because we've, we've done it ourselves and we -hmm. still struggle at times. You know, I think it's so, I don't want to say awesome slash. It's also frustrating, right? That anytime I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do this masterclass or I'm going to lead this mini course program, whatever. God always allows it to be like a a difficult thing for me, not, not leading or teaching it, but he's like, this is going to be real in your life. So you know what you're talking about, you know? And so let's say I'm doing something about, you know, scheduling, I'll like be slack with my schedule. And I'm like, and then I, I I have to struggle through that to like learn or, you know, um, talking about rising early and getting quiet with the Lord. And then I'll realize, wow, I didn't do that this week. I chose to hit the snooze button or sleep in or whatever, prioritize sleep. And so it walks me through those learning lessons. And so I love that you, you talked about that, you know, there's no hiding in this perfectionism really when you're, mm-hmm. when you're in this position to walk alongside people, um, and, and have that desire to help. But I love what you talked about with women in prison too. Like, how they're already in a position where they're desiring to grow. They're, they're desiring help. They're humbling themselves. And I will say, like, I do, I do see that a lot of times in women who are not right. That they're like, I got to do it myself. And, you know, and so anyways, that just really resonated with me. Um, so you've been doing this kind of like Bible study, you know, and, and walking alongside women in prison for how long now? Um, gosh, so, so yeah, 17 years. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. So wherever yeah. you move, you just. Wherever I've moved. Yes. And I, I've lived all over. And so it's just been a really fun thing. You know, when you, when you realize how God has gifted you uniquely. And honestly, I, I don't understand how people don't want to go into prison. Like, it just like, like, it's so fun. I don't. And that's when I realized like, oh, this is a unique calling on my life. And when we step into that unique calling, when other people don't get it, that's an indicator that that is like something unique to you. And like, when there's flow, when, when you light up, when you have an energy that like transcends, (laughs) like the lack of sleep and chaos, in your life, that is like God's like kind of anointing on you. Now, granted, it looks different, right? It has looked different in my life. I got really burned out years ago working in the justice system. I wasn't walking with the Lord and I need the Lord <laughs> when I am working in that field because there's just so much darkness. Um, and so I needed to take kind of a time out. I needed to take a break. And so now getting back into it, Um, And over COVID, we weren't allowed, or the pandemic, we weren't allowed to have programming. So it was three years of kind of rest and like gearing up to go again. And so I just want to encourage, you know, the women listening that there's going to be times where you are stepping into your flow. And then there's like a season of rest and you're like, wait a minute, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But God has like put that in there for a reason, that buffer time. And then like, take a step back, trust it's going to come back to you again. And then you have even more energy and excitement to like keep going with it. Yes. And amen. I love that. And 
I could not agree more with what you were talking about with a calling. You're like, how can everybody not love this? It's so great. <laughs> and people are like, okay, Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Sure. Like, you know, we talk about morning routines all the time and like productivity tips. What? You know, right. like jail and, you know, getting stuck in Sally ports and <laughs> making sure you have the appropriate clothing and shoes you can run in. <laughs> all those little details when you go right. work in prison. Wow. Yeah. Stuff we never would have thought about, really. Um, you know, I've had a couple of friends over time that have struggled with you know, addictions or in and out of jail and different things like that. And, um, I have a heart for, I've never been in the jail to like minister. (laughs) And I probably, I probably could stand to go visit, you know, at least to try it out, see if I like it, who knows? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Have you always done it with like the same, is there like a mission organization that you do it through that's already connected in prisons or do you just show up and you're like, Hey, I want to do a Bible study. Well, it depends. Um, So right now I'm working with uh, Five Stone Media, which is a a media company that has put together curriculum for men and for women. And um, they have really great videos that go along with it, but it's life skills, but based um, on biblical principles. And so that has been really, really fun um, being able to teach that curriculum. However, in the past, yeah, I've just kind of called up the, you know, chaplain, like, is there anyone running a Bible study? you know, is it something that I can come in, you know, give them my references and they're like, oh, okay, she's legit. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so it's just kind of has varied with that. Um, You know, when you are excited about something, you make it happen. You just start calling around and we can kind of at times feel stuck and overwhelmed, but that's when we just have to continue to take action because then that clarity comes. Yeah, I hear you. You have reminded me of something that you had put in your application that just resonated with me so much. And I want to have a little bit of conversation with it because I think it might resonate with some of the listeners too. And so you had talked about, you had this season of where you felt burnt out um, Mm -hmm. and and you had to take some time to step back. And then you had said, sometimes you get stuck in that overwhelm, but it's just, okay, how do you move forward? And you had said, you love structure, discipline, and planning. And I'm like, yes. And amen. Mm-hmm. but it can lead to burnout without rest, grace, and fun in life. And I'm like, man, what a, what a way to say that in such a concise sentence that just is so true. And I think so many women, so many moms are really in that like burnout and overwhelm. And so when you talk about structure or discipline or planning, they're like, no, nope, can't do that. Oh my goodness. I'm already burnt out. I'm already overwhelmed. And so I just wanted to ask, you obviously have experience in this. What do you have to share with somebody who's like maybe in that state of burnout and overwhelm, but they want to lead a more structured, disciplined, fruitful life and their calling? Well, there you have it, sisters, part one of this two-part episode series with Tabitha Perry. Come back tomorrow to listen to episode 143, where she answers this question that I asked at the end of the episode and talks so much more about ways that we can come out of these places of expectation and overwhelm. And she drops some gold takeaways at the end. So we'll see you tomorrow.